Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Resilient faith right? Resilient faith. We get so excited. We get so pumped up. And sometimes we totally over-spiritualize faith. We've been debunking all kinds of religious ideas and all kinds of religious ideology, right? Right? Anybody receiving something from this message? Well, tonight we are talking about Saved by the bell. Just kidding. No. (laughs) You know you are 90s kids if you laughed at that joke. We are talking about that we are saved by grace through faith. Guys, this message is a game changer. Saved by grace through faith. Grace makes it and faith takes it, right? There's God's part, there's our part, and sometimes we confuse the two. Grace makes it, faith takes it, all right? Paul said in Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith, by grace, through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Let me tell you, once we start doing good, we want to boast. We want to boast and not about the Holy Ghost. We want to boast about ourselves, right? You done lost five pounds, you're like, look at me, got to post and boast, right? All the time, posting and boasting. If we did anything good, it's so crazy. Like you give one thing to a homeless person and there you are videotaping it, tripping. Like, wait, I need to post it. Wait, hold on, it doesn't count if I didn't post it. What? Because if we could deserve God's love, if we could deserve God's grace, we would be posting and boasting. Does everybody agree? Right? But it's not by our works. It's by the blood of Jesus. By grace, through faith. Right? Faith is our response to God's grace. Faith is our response to God's grace. God's grace makes everything available to us. And our faith is our response to receive it. We over-spiritualize it and we're trying to like, if I pray enough, if I have great enough faith, you have great faith. You have the measure of faith. You just have to receive God's grace. God's grace has made everything available. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know if it's sickness, disease, in relationships, in your finances, all kinds of crazy things with doubt and insecurity. Do you know that grace made it? It is finished at the work of the cross, and faith takes it. And that's why we show up to grow up here at Love Life Church. That's why we come. That's why we learn. So we learn how to take, (laughs) so that we learn how to receive, right? When you don't know something is yours, you walk around with doubt and unbelief. But when you know that you know, when you know that you know, you don't have any insecurity. I know that my name is Sasha. I don't doubt that my name is Sasha. I walk in confidence and I'm at the store and somebody hollers, Sash, I'm looking, right? Because that's my name. Somebody hollers, Stephanie, I ain't looking. Somebody whistle, I ain't looking. Somebody honk their horn, I ain't looking. That ain't my name. (laughs) Say my name, say my name. I don't know where that came from, right? So faith is not our effort. Faith is not our efforts. You don't have to effort 
to receive God's grace. It's by faith. We just think that faith is effort. Faith is effort. Faith is our part. Faith is, faith is, faith is. And we're trying to like, we're trying to do all these things. Faith receives it, right? We, faith, we can't even understand it because we walk by faith and not by sight. We're like, God, show us. God, show me and I'll see it and I'll do it, right? But that's how we confuse it. Faith is not our effort to have God respond. If you come to church enough, God's going to heal you. If you come to, do you know how many preachers say that though? You know, because they want you in service. So like, if you come to church, then this many times, if you give, then God's going to heal you. If you give, God's going to restore your marriage. If you, no, no, it is finished. Jesus said at the cross, it is finished. Then it is finished. We just got to show up to grow up so that we learn what is finished, right? So we can learn what is finished. Okay quick story. Okay, this is my Bible, but that's not what the story's about. <laughs> okay, quick story. So there's a guy, you, you may have heard this story. There's a guy who saves every penny that he has ever made because he's going on a cruise, okay? He saves all of his money. He puts every penny that he has towards the cruise. He gets the ticket. He is so excited. He's going on a cruise. Yes! It's the cruise of his dreams, right? He can't wait to explore, see the world, see the ocean. He's so excited. But since he spent all of his money to get the ticket, he packs cheese and crackers because he didn't have enough money for anything else. So he's got his suitcase, he's got his cheese and crackers, and he's got some clothes, but he's excited to see the world. So he gets on the cruise, they're exploring. He's like, this is the best thing ever. Wow, look at the mountains, and they get on the ocean, and all you see is ocean. He's seeing a sea, yeah, living his best life. Then when it's time to eat, he gets his cheese and crackers, and he reminds himself, this is worth it because look at what I get to experience. This is so worth it. As he looks through the window, and everybody's eating filet mignon, and everybody else is eating the best of the best, the best desserts, the best of everything. He's like, okay, it's good, it's good, I'm good, I'm good. Eat the cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. Woo, this is the best though because look, look, look at everything. Look, yeah, it's so good. I'm hungry, right? So he gets to the, the last day of the cruise. The captain comes and he says, hey, how was the cruise? And the guy's like, it was the best. It was such an amazing experience. And the captain's like, so how did you enjoy our food? Like we got the best food. You know, we got five star filet mignon. You know, we got the best of the best. And he's like, well, I spent all that I had just to get the ticket that I didn't have enough money to buy any food. And the captain is like, what? You didn't read the fine print on the ticket? This is an all-inclusive cruise. Everything on your ticket pays for everything on this cruise. Every steak, every filet mignon, every dessert, everything served is yours. When you purchased that ticket, you had it all. And that's how we are with faith. We have all that we need. We have all that we need in the blood of Jesus. Here's our ticket. We're just not reading the fine print. 
We're not reading the fine prayer. We're not reading that said it's all inclusive, that God has healing for you, that God has prosperity, that God has love for you, that you are more than a conqueror, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, that you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath, that God has a great marriage for you, that God has, he has a great wisdom for you. He's got prosperity for you. And we're over here trying to live our best life with crackers and cheese, missing out on the filet mignon of God's abundant life because we're so confused and we're caught up in our works and like yeah the scenery is great yeah you're getting to heaven but imagine living heaven on earth let's not miss out on all of god's best because we're trying to work for it we're trying our efforts we need to rest in god's love we need to have peace in god's grace and we need to show up to grow up, right? We don't come to church for brownie points. You have all the brownie points you could ever need with God. We come so that we learn about the fine print. <laughs> we come so that we can learn about the all-inclusive. You know what? We're on an all-inclusive package right here. It is finished, right? When Jesus went to the cross, he finished the work right? He fulfilled the law. He defeated the devil, and he gave us all of the victory, and he gave us all authority. We have authority over the enemy, and we don't even know it. We run in from somebody who's already defeated. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make sense. The devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. All he can do is lie and tell you, uh-uh, this filet mignon ain't yours. No, your ticket wasn't all-inclusive because you bad and you nasty and you dirty. And of course you are. We all are. All of us have fall short. All of us miss the mark, right? We all human up in here, up in here. But that's okay. On the inside is the blood of Jesus. On the inside. And that's what God sees. God sees me. God sees you through the blood of Jesus. It's not by works. Because if it was by works, we'd be posting and boasting. Oh yeah, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Yep, I feed the homeless. I do this and that's why I'm going to heaven. No, that's not why you're going to heaven. You're only, there's one way. One way, his name is Jesus. He is the only way. He is the only ticket and he is the all-inclusive, right? That's why he went to the cross. We have all we need in the blood of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, all you have is all you need. All you have is all you need in the blood of Jesus, right? We gotta mature and we gotta grow in understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus, who we are in the body of Christ. Do you know that you're the hands and feet of Jesus to this generation? God called you for right now, for this moment, for this hour, for this generation. It's crazy out there, yep, God called you. He waited, he picked you. Well, no, my parents didn't plan me. I was unexpected. God called you by name. He knows you by name. He called, you're not too old, you're not too young. He has a plan for you. He's going to use you. You have every ability. Are you ready to take responsibility? Are you ready to take responsibility for what? For your destiny. Responsibility for what? For your purpose. God's called you. We just have to take responsibility, right? We need to mature and grow who we are in Christ so that we can understand that we have all that we need. 
when you walk in understanding, right? You know, when your kids are young and they're like, mom, can I, mom, can I, mom, 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 can I, can I, mom, can I? And you're like, dude, I already said yes. Mom, can I, can I have this? Can I have this? They're like, can I eat? Can you feed me? What's for dinner? What's, and then once they get older and they go in the fridge and they get themselves something, you're like, hallelujah. <laughs> and sometimes people be grown like, mom, can I? I'm like, um, how old are you? <laughs> That's not awkward. <laughs> we show up to grow up, right? You matured. You're saying, mom, what can I do for you? Mom, how can I serve you? Mom, come on. Mom's in the house. Amen. So we just need to get an understanding, right? And if we don't get a good understanding, then we take things to the extreme. We take things to the extreme, right? We take things to the extreme. All grace, right? We're saved by grace, saved by grace, saved by grace. Woo, yes, by the grace of God. All grace. But we take things to the extreme. And all grace, meaning that God is in complete control. Ooh, God did that. Ooh, Mufasa. Ooh, Yep. Well, all grace, all grace, and God's in control of everything. Ooh. And you're over here like, oh, I wish that could be my man. Whoa. By the grace of God, by the grace of God, by the grace of God. Girl. All grace means that, meaning everything happens, but is everything that happens in life is completely in God's control. Or all faith. All faith is the other extreme too. This is hard for me. This is my wake up call. Like I trust God completely, but I'm a doer, I'm a mover, I'm a shaker. I'm like, okay, I can handle it. I'm strong enough. I can do this on my own. Don't help me. You know, I can get that, that girl, you know, that's me a little bit. So I gotta work on, it's not about, that not everything in life is in my control. So that's all faith. You know, I can believe God. Yes, I can believe God. But at the same time, you can't go to the other extreme. Like all grace or all faith. No, it's by grace, through faith. By grace, through faith, right? We have to grow and mature in the balance of both grace and faith, right? We walk by faith. We talked about this last week. It's a journey. It's a process. We're going for a walk, our Christian walk. You know what? It's just, it's not a run. It's a walk, right? We walk by faith. We walk in love. We walk as Christ walked. We walk in the light. We don't walk as the world walks. We walk in the spirit. And how do we do this? Because sometimes it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, but, but how? I love to be the how girl, okay? How? That sounded like cow girl. <laughs> I don't want to be a cow girl. <laughs> no. So how? How are we going to do this? by grace through faith. This is how we're going to walk by faith. This is how we're gonna walk in the spirit. It's by grace through faith, by grace through faith. Grace makes it, faith takes it, right? By the grace of God, I have all I need in the blood of Jesus. This is something that you have to like settle in your heart because otherwise you're gonna work, 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 or you're gonna do nothing and be like, well, it's God's plan. It's God's plan. Nothing's happening to my life. Yeah, we want a six-pack. You want abs. You want to be shredded. Well, if it's God's will, it'll happen. No, that's not how it works. If it's God's will, you're not going to get— It is God's will that you're healthy, right? It is God's will. But how many you know you got to take responsibility, right? You can't eat a million tacos and be like, by faith, I expect six, a six-pack of abs. 
You're just going to have a six-pack of roly-poly-olies, right? That's all you're going to have. By faith, I'm believing. It's on my vision board. I got it on my vision board. There it is. Woo! What are you doing? (laughs) By grace, through faith. By grace, through faith. By the grace of God, I have all that I need in the blood of Jesus. Now it's my responsibility to receive it and walk in it by faith. That means that we're receiving it and walking it before we see it. We receive our healing. We walk in healing even before it's manifested. We receive our prosperity. We walk in prosperity even before the bank account, you know, confirms it. We, we receive God's love. We walk in God's love even before we start feeling it. Because faith is not a feeling, right? It's a decision. We choose God. It's our responsibility to receive it, right? We have to operate in faith. And us operating in faith doesn't make God move. Do you know that God already moved when he sent Jesus? We get this really confused. Like if I fast, if I pray, if I go to church, if I don't watch bad things and I don't cuss and I don't listen to bad radio and I don't talk to bad friends and I don't do anything bad, then that's going to move God. How many of us get confused by that? We're trying so hard, but it's not by works. But let me tell you, when you stop watching trash and you stop listening to trash and you stop hanging out with trash, you stop looking like trash, okay? So it will benefit your life, but it doesn't move God. It helps you out with your everyday decisions, but it does not move God. God already moved when he sent Jesus, when he sent him to the cross. And when Jesus went to the cross, he finished it once and for all. He paid the penalty for our sins once and for all. It is finished by grace through faith. We need to walk in it. We need to have resilient faith. How are we going to have resilient faith? We're not going to have resilient faith if we don't even know what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance is tangible. How many of you guys want to touch your healing? How many of you guys want to touch your, your needs being met? Because God has already provided for them. Can we rest? Can we have peace that it is finished? Not by our works, right? Not by our works. When we operate in faith, we are not moving God. All we are doing is reaching out and receiving what he has already provided by grace. It's by grace, but by the grace of God, I am where I am today, right? When we don't understand this, we blame God. Oh, man, we blame God. We blame God for not providing, or we blame ourselves. Man, I don't have enough faith. Man, I'm not good enough. Man, I'm not serving God enough. Man, if only if I served like she served, or maybe if only I I was like him, if then God would do it for me. If I no. He already did it in the blood of Jesus. We start to blame God. We start to blame ourselves, right? That is a roller coaster life of what? Of religion and immaturity. When you're just going through like this, like this, oh, God loves me, he loves me not, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves me. No, he loves you. He loves you. Establish that in your heart. God loves me. He don't play games. Boys play games. He loves me. He loves me not. No, that's for the movies. And it ain't cute. It looks so romantic in the movies. Ah, ah, That sucks. Nobody wants that life. 
Nobody, that's immature. Let's grow up and walk in love. True love, right? Love is patient. Love is kind, right? Love is long-suffering. How many of us want love? You want to suffer long? There we go. You know, because this is life. Life is life. But God is love, right? People, I say suffer long, but for real, like, this is life. Things happen, right? And real love says, I got you. You know why I got you? Because the love of God has been poured in my heart, and we got this. We're going to get through this together. We're better together. We're stronger together. And here at Love Life, we're in this together, right? We are making a difference together. Our works will never be good enough, right? Get off the roller coaster of religion, right? This is why Christians get so discouraged. This is why Christians, they get depressed and they lose heart and they lose their faith because they have misunderstanding of faith. They have a misunderstanding of God's grace. They have a misunderstanding, so they don't understand God's part. They don't understand their part. It's one extreme, it's the other extreme, right? We don't want to lose heart, right? And they're doing everything that they know to do. Man, how many of us have been there? We're doing everything that we know to do. And wondering, God, how come you haven't healed me? God, how come you haven't provided? God, how come you haven't restored my marriage or my family or me? How come they're trying to get God to respond by their works? Your works are a dirty rag. Look that up in the Bible. That's nasty. That's what your works are, right? But I've been good enough, God. I've been serving in the church. I've been memorizing scripture. I've been going to church. I've been reading my Bible. Now, God, you better. You better heal me right now. God, it's your turn. God, I've done all this for your kingdom. God, man, that is so ugly. That is not faith. That's works. That's religion. That's legalism. That's a religious mentality. And that will stop the power of God from moving in your life. That will stop the power of God from moving in your situation, right? God does not give you what you deserve. Thank God for that. You know what? If God gave us what we deserve, we would all go to hell. Because that's what we deserve. But he does not give us what we deserve, right? Whew. None of us deserve God's goodness. Not one of us deserves God's love. We don't deserve God's healing. We do not deserve God's promises. But God does not give us what we deserve. God doesn't love us because we are lovable. Because you're having a good day and you cute. God loves you. No, that is not why God loves you. For real. God loves you because he is love. God loves you because he is love. He is love, right? And once you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he sees you through the blood of Jesus. He sees you in the body of Christ. How many of you guys are ready to grow up and play your part in the body that you're supposed to? Do you know that the moment you receive Jesus, God placed you in a very special part of the body of Christ and that you have a job to do? You were born for a purpose. You were born for a reason. God called you. He placed you in the ministry of reconciliation, restoring people to come home to Jesus. You know what? Every single one of us was born a leader. We are all called to lead people into Jesus. We are not all the same. We all have different backgrounds, different 
different personalities. We all look different. But you know that because we're different, we can reach different people. We all, everybody's not, whoa! Some people chill and relax. Do you know, but there's a whole bunch of other chill and relaxed people that need you to play your part in the body of Christ to bring them home to Jesus. Not religion, not works, but to restore them back to the love of the Father. Back to the, bring them home to the family. We have to stay focused. We gotta, we gotta grow up and not stay focused on our faith our works, our faith, by faith, our faith, our faith, our faith to move God. And when we do that, then we're religious. And let me tell you, any of us can get religious, just like that, right? Because you go to church, you get familiar with church, you get familiar with the message, you're like, ah, you yawning in service. It happens to anybody. You then what? If you didn't come here to learn something, what'd you come here for? Look at your neighbor, slap him, bam, just kidding, don't slap him. Just think about slapping them. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But what did you come here for? If you didn't come here to learn, what are you here for? You're here to learn something. You're here to receive from the Holy Spirit. You're here because God has something just for you. So we don't want to be religious, right? We don't want to miss out on God's goodness. We don't want to miss out on God's grace. We don't want to miss out on God's plan, right? We're saved by grace through faith. Say, by grace, through faith. By grace, through faith. By grace, through faith. By grace, through faith. Paul said in Romans 3.22, we are made right with God. We are so struggling to try to figure out, how can I get right with God? Ready? We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone. Who? Everyone. Who's everyone? Everyone. Everyone who believes, no matter who we are, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet, God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of sin. We just need to grow up in the balance of grace and faith. Grace and faith, right? Jesus paid for our sins in full. Man, how many of you guys want your mortgage paid in full? How many of you guys want all your bills paid in full? Come on. Do you know that your penalty of sin has been paid in full by the blood of Jesus? Start pleading the blood of your mortgage. Start pleading the blood. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I thought that was cool. Let's go. Amen. Amen. Like, I just remember, like, so much things for this church and believing God for this property and believing God. And I just would put things up on my vision board, pictures of the church, paid in full and paid in full. Just every morning that I woke up, paid in full and paid in full and paid in full. And amen. By the grace of God, paid in full, right? What else do we need to receive from God? By grace, through faith. By grace, through faith, right? Jesus paid for it all. There's so much peace. Man, so many of us are restless because we don't understand that we are made right with God. You can't sleep at night because you're scared of the rapture. You scared, you scared, who's scared? We scared. Ooh, you have nothing to fear. You know how you have nothing to fear? Because nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. There's so much peace when you understand that God has already done his part. You just need to do your part by faith. 
You just need to do it through faith, right? So when troubles come, we don't blame God, right? We grow. For reals. We don't blame God. When bad things happen in life, we don't blame God. We grow. When we just can't seem to catch a break, we don't blame God. We grow, right? It's like, man, why do bad things happen to good people? Life is life, but God is love. We, we don't just go through things. We grow through things because we are repeating this test. We are not repeating this. No, we're going to get past this, right? When we struggle in life, we don't blame God. We grow. We understand that all we have is all we need, and we just need to grow in grace, and we need to grow in understanding. 2 Peter 3.18, but grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. We need to grow in grace and grow in understanding. Grow in grace by grace through faith, by grace through faith, by grace through faith, by grace through faith. I don't know how many times I can say that. I hope you guys get it. Grace makes it. God already made it. Faith takes it. Receive what's already yours. Don't be like that guy on the cruise. He had an all-inclusive package. We have an all-inclusive sozo life. Sozo means all-inclusive. All-inclusive. All you have is all you need. It's time to read the fine print, right? Paul said in Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we've been made right with God. We don't need to struggle with that. We can be at peace. I'm right with God through faith, through faith. We have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because our faith, right, not our works, our faith, Christ has brought us into a place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials. What? The Bible's crazy. You know what? How many of you guys throw a party when you go into trials and troubles? How many of you guys throw a party? We need to start. We need to start, right? Some craziness going in our life. Come on, we can have a party. Come on, get the streamers. Get the confetti. Let's go. Yeah, I need some confetti right now. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Sozo, all-inclusive. You going through things and you're like, God showed up. You going, and you go to the next level and to the next level, to the next level. You're like, what? What you got? Let's go. Because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us. We will not be disappointed when, when we know that God loves us. You will be disappointed when you don't understand that God loves you and that nothing will separate you from the love of God, right? Because he has given the Holy Spirit to us to fill our hearts with his love. Life is life, but God is love. Life is hard, but God is love. And life is unfair, but God is love. We celebrate when we run into problems. Come on, how many of us need to go to the dollar store and get some party supplies? Woo, woo, go to Party City, wherever, you know. I just think of the dollar store. I mean, in kids' ministry long, so long, you always hit up the dollar store. They got confetti, they got it all, right? Let's throw a party. We give thanks because we know that this storm can help us grow. 
Grow in character. Grow in strength, right? You don't know how strong you are until your strength is put to the test. When you build in muscles, they got to break you down to build up, right? That's how it goes. So you know what? We don't know how strong we are until you're put to the test. And you go through stuff and you're like, wow, God, you really showed up. Wow, God, God was with me all of the way, right? Life doesn't get easier. That whole saying, life, you know what? Life doesn't get easier. You know, you're like, when am I finally going to get to the easy place, God? It doesn't get easier, but you get stronger. You grow in endurance. You grow in strength. You grow in understanding. You start walking by faith. You start walking in love. You start understanding who you are in Christ. You start understanding all of God's promises and his provision for you. And you don't doubt God's love. You don't doubt God's grace. But you know that the devil's a liar, that he's a deceiver, but he's already defeated. So tricks are for kids, devil. We ain't playing tricks. We know you're defeated. We're going to call you out on your lies, right? You get stronger. All you have is all you need in Jesus. And faith works by what? Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Love, love, love. We were like, work, 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 work. Where's the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? We're love life, guys. This is the love, right? We walking in love, walking in our victory. God is love. And you know what? We need to stay focused. Look at your neighbor say, you got to stay focused. You got to stay focused, guys. We got to finish strong, right? We got to press in and to receive all that still that God still has for us in this year. There's the best is yet to come. 2020 ain't over, okay? 2020 ain't got the best of us. We're getting the best of 2020, right? The best is yet to come. 2020 is still our breakout year. 2020 is breakout right now. Don't lose heart. Don't lose faith, right? By grace, through faith, receive your breakout. By grace, through faith, receive your breakthrough. By grace, through faith, do not lose heart, right? 2020 is our breakout year. Our spirits are strong. Our spirits are strong. Seriously, we are strong in the Lord and the power of his might, right? Our emotions are settled. If your emotions are all over the place, (laughs) we need to stay focused. Like, we got to get it together. This is our breakout year. Your emotions will tell you all kinds of craziness, right? Don't believe them. Don't believe them. They're liars sometimes. Believe them when they're good, but don't believe them when they're bad, all right? But our emotions are settled. Our minds are disciplined. We need to learn to discipline our mind, renew our mind. How many of you guys are staying focused on the word of the Lord for 2020? Pastor Dan said it at the beginning of the year. I'm just reminding you, the year ain't over yet. It ain't over till it's over. And breakthrough and breakout is happening right now, right? Our bodies are healed and made whole. We are strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. We are love life. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, this is the message. Guys, remember, by grace, through faith, walk in the amazing grace of the master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. I love this. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Grace, love, and truth. Power, love, and a sound mind. Grace makes it. Faith takes it. It's all available to you. 
You just got to receive it and you just got to grow in understanding. Maybe you just haven't, maybe you just haven't grown in that area. That's why you show up to grow up so that we can know who we are, that we have law of power and a sound mind, right? We are saved by grace through faith, not by our works. Can you guys rest that it's not by your works? You'll never be good enough. And if God did give you what you deserve, we'd all be going to hell. Every single one of us, right? But thank God he doesn't because God is God and he is love. And thank God none of us are God. We are saved by grace through faith, not by our works. And you don't have to earn God's love, but you do have to choose it. You don't earn God's love, but you do have to receive it, right? God's love is a free gift. And all you have to do is receive it by faith. Receive it by faith. This new life, this new walk, it's all by faith. By faith, by grace, through faith. By grace, through faith. Yes, like, that's awesome. I want to be a part of that. God has a new life for every single one of us, but we've got to choose it. And if you're in here tonight or if you're online and you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would love to give you an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus because you are saved by grace through faith. He already paid for it all at the cross. The work is finished through the blood of Jesus. All you have to do is receive that free gift. If you would like to do that tonight, pray with me. Let's say, say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I ask you to save me and set me free. I receive your new life for me and all that you have for me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, 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 amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God, and God placed you in a special part, and he has a special place just for you. If you receive Jesus tonight for the first time and you're in the building, please raise your hand. We have a book for you. If you are online, please click that I receive Jesus button. We'd love to try to connect with you. We love you guys, right? I love you guys so much. I'm believing for great things for every single one of us. And 2020 ain't over yet. This is our breakout year. We're breaking through to break out. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.